Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Very interesting day in the special criminal court, which has agreed to hear Jerry Hutch's application to have his bills for what turned out to be a 52-day murder trial paid for by the taxpayer. Of course, as you remember, last month, the man known as the monk was cleared of murdering David Byrne at the Regency Hotel. And there's going to be a full hearing as to whether the state should pay his legal bill next Friday. And it's more happened today, which we're going to hear now about from our Today FM Courts correspondent, Frank Graney. Frank, how did this come about? How common is it for a person acquitted of a crime to apply for his or her legal bill to be paid for by the state? Well, firstly, how did this come about? Um, almost as soon as Jerry Hutch was told he was free to go last month, his barrister, Brendan Grant, told the court that his client intended to apply for his legal costs to be paid by the state. It was mentioned before the judges today, and we learned that the state intends to oppose his application. So a full hearing will take place on Friday. As to how common such an application is, I'd have to say it's rare. I've certainly never covered one, nor have I ever heard of one being made. And I suppose it's easy to see why these applications rarely cross criminal judges' desks. You see, everyone is under the Constitution entitled to legal representation, but most people who find themselves in trouble with the law can't afford to pay for their own defence. So when that happens, uh, the state is obliged to step in and provide that legal representation. But in this case, Jerry Hutch never applied for legal aid, and that only became clear when his barrister told the judges last month that he was instructed to apply for his costs. So you'd assume that Jerry Hutch has been paying or is at least on the hook for whatever legal bills have come his way since he was extradited back to Ireland in 2021. And it must have burned a pretty big hole in his pocket because aside from the actual trial, as you say, took place over 52 days, let's not forget that Jerry Hutch also challenged the jurisdiction of the Special Criminal Court to hear his case in the first place. That went all the way to the Supreme Court, which ruled against him And he was ordered to pay half the bill in relation to that. In relation to this application, we don't know what his reasoning is. But given that he was acquitted of the murder charge last month, he may feel he shouldn't be left with such a hefty bill. And he may also feel that he's already paid the price for what was a lengthy and complex prosecution in that he was deprived of his freedom while it ran its course. There has been speculation that he's looking for about 400 grand. Any confirmation of that? No confirmation. And, and I suppose that is the million dollar question, isn't it? Um, I'm afraid I don't I don't have the answer to it. And it'll be interesting to see if they mention figures at the hearing on Friday, because I suppose the calculation of legal fees is a complicated exercise, can vary widely depending on the case. I've never found myself thankfully requiring the services of a criminal barrister. But in a court like the Special Criminal Court, a senior and junior counsel combination could cost up to five grand per day. And that adds up very quickly, especially when you consider that this trial ran for over 50 days. So the court time alone could cost something north of a quarter of a million euro. But that doesn't include solicitor's fees, uh, nor does it include the costs of preparing for the trial. Jerry Hutch's defence team, again led by senior counsel Brendan Grant, would have put in a huge amount of legwork long before the trial opened. In fact, that work would have started almost as soon as Jerry Hutch touched back on Irish soil, having been extradited from Spain back in September of 2021. 
And given the fact that Jonathan Dowdall turned state witness at the 11th hour, they would have had the added expense of having to prepare for his evidence because they essentially had to adapt their approach to the case, bearing in mind that he was going to be taking at the stand. And, and I suppose taking all of that work into account, you know, again, I couldn't even hazard a guess as to what the final tab will be, but it will be very, very sore for whoever ends up paying it. Now, that hearing is due to take place on Friday. But before that, the two men who were convicted for, for their roles in what happened at the Regency Hotel are to be sentenced. So remind us of what they were found guilty of and what was said at their sentence hearings today. Well, the two men in question are Jason Bonney of Drumnai Woodport Marnock and Paul Murphy of Cherry Avenue in Swords, both convicted, as you say, of assisting the gang with the getaway. The court was satisfied that Jason Bonney used his black BMW X5 Jeep to take one of the hitmen, uh, Kevin Flatcap Murray, away from the scene after the attack and that Murphy uh, used his taxi to help another member of the hit team to make good his escape both men denied the allegations. Uh, Bonnie claimed his late father was driving his Jeep that day. Uh, Murphy raised concerns about the CCTV evidence used to prove the movements of his taxi, but the judges rejected their claims, convicted them both on charges of facilitating the murder of David Byrne. And at today's uh, sentence hearing, we heard that Paul Murphy has 67 previous convictions, albeit for relatively minor offences. Uh, Jason Bonney has no previous criminal record. Uh, Murphy described in court today as a family man with a long history in the taxi business and someone who wasn't on the Garda's radar at the time of the attack back in 2016. Uh, Jason Bonney, we heard, is 32 years married. Uh, he was a builder by trade, once represented Ireland as a boxer. Um, several testimonial letters were handed up for the judges to consider, but I suppose the main arguments put forward in terms of mitigation for both Jason Bonney and Paul Murphy was that their level of offending was far less serious than those higher up the chain of command. The judges heard the sentence hearing today, uh, heard arguments in mitigation, but they will take a few days to consider all the submissions uh, before handing down sentences, as you say, on Friday. Is it the case, though, that Paul Murphy had convictions under a previous name? That is right. We um, we heard today that he did change his name by deed poll a number of years ago and that a lot of those previous convictions um, were committed under his, I suppose, original name. Uh, the convictions varied from things like larceny and criminal damage, but mainly road traffic and public order offences. OK. Did the court hear from David Byrne's family today, the victim in this case? No, they didn't. Uh, as far as I could tell, his family didn't attend at all today. I'm not sure why, especially considering they attended all 52 days of the trial. But I know they are devastated that nobody has yet been held responsible for the actual murder of David Byrne. So perhaps that's why they chose to stay away. And as a result, again, as far as I can tell, there was no victim impact statement presented to the judges for their consideration. There was certainly no victim impact statements read into the record today. OK, so they're going to be sentenced on Friday before Jerry Hutch deals with, or sorry, before the court deals with Jerry Hutch's costs application. On that, does you think, is it expected that Jerry Hutch will attend the hearing? I don't think so. Highly unlikely, I would say. He wasn't there today. His case, again, was just mentioned. And I dare say it's the last place in the world that he'll want to return to. It was widely believed that he would leave the country after being acquitted last month. But as I understand it, he hasn't yet left Dublin. He shaved his beard and got a haircut almost as soon as he left the courthouse. And he has been spotted out and about. And indeed, photographs of him have appeared in the newspapers uh, since his acquittal. But I would be very surprised if he voluntarily returns to the courthouse anytime soon. Thank you very much, Frank Rainier, today, FM Course Correspondent. 
Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.